Amen. Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke, the 24th chapter. And these are pieces of scripture that I just felt was appropriate for this day. Picking up with chapter 24, verse 5. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. He has risen indeed. Let us pray. Father, there are times that we too come looking into that empty grave, but we know, Lord, that you are not there. And we also know, Lord, that you reside in our hearts this day. Continue to keep residence in our hearts as we show your love to the world. Amen. Well, the cantatas are over. The lilies are gone. Our Easter clothes have been put away for other occasions. And our dogs think we're God. (laughs) Christ has risen indeed. Easter is over, isn't it? But is it? (laughs) According to the church calendar... Eastertide, which is the season that we're in, which begins on Easter Sunday and goes all the way to Pentecost Sunday, which, by the way, this year is June the 5th, we are still in the Easter season. And I guess if we were truthful, as we think back to Easter morning and the events of that day, we're still kind of basking in the glow of that day. You know that afterglow that you feel after experiencing something beautiful and something that touches your heart. But what exactly is this strange season called Easter Tide? Eastertide is a time for all Christians to experience a renewed faith. A renewed faith. The air is fresh and it is new. It is the dawning of a hope that has not yet been tarnished by discouragement or our own impatience. On Easter Sunday morning early, not only the women recognized that Christ had risen, but we do as well. We recognize that it is Jesus Christ who feeds into us and calls us to feed others. We are called out of our own comfort zones 
because of Jesus' sacrifice of love. And we too can claim that power of resurrection. And we're not just talking physical food here, are we? We are talking about those things of substance to our faith. Those things that feed us in our journey of faith. We are reminded by the resurrection that God truly is still in charge. And sometimes we call that to doubt, do we not? But we're reminded year after year after year that God continues to use the power of the resurrection to bring life to others and to bring renewed life to ourselves. Assured of God's steadfastness, we are invited into the very visions of what it means to have a resurrection faith. The sum total statement of that is that all people and all creation praises God's goodness in this new world post-resurrection. It truly is a new heaven and a new earth. A place where death is no more. Is no more. And the spring of living water flows freely for all of us. Jesus offers us in this resurrected time a commandment where he says, Love one another. Love one another. And he goes on to impress upon the disciples and upon us that this new commandment to love one another is what will mark our identity as being followers of Jesus Christ. It's the very basis of who we are as Christians. They will know us. By our love, I believe the song says. On that very first Easter morning, the women that had come to the tomb were confused as they looked down into that place. They were terrified until they understood the best that they could, what had happened that morning. In the season of Easter, we are called beyond our fear, beyond our confusion, into a new light of day. We are offered a vision of the power of God's abundant, steadfast, and unstoppable.
unstoppable love. Let me repeat that. We're given a vision of God's abundant, steadfast, and unstoppable love. We see a God who is truly the beginning and the end, calling us to live in love and in unity with each other in a world that can be made radically new by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Death has been defeated, the scriptures say, which opens up for us new possibilities. A place to not only imagine, but to live in and to form a world of peace, a world of hope, and a place where we can cherish each other as individuals. And we can make use of the very gifts that God has gifted each and every one of us with. And we can appreciate those gifts. Through others. The life giving bread and the saving cup are necessary offerings to us as Christians. Think of it as crumbs that are laid out for us to partake of on this journey of faith. Crumbs that sustain us and keep us going in the right direction. You know, I had a, a former church member who used to say repeatedly, I come here to this place to get my batteries, my faith batteries, recharged. And every time I come, I do. I do. So this morning, as we come to the table that Christ himself has prepared, let us come to embrace the breaking of the bread and the taking of the cup as not only the body and blood of Christ's sacrifice, but for us as Christians... We come together in our brokenness to receive what Christ has to offer. And we leave from this place fully able to offer to others what we have received here. Amen.